when the world's greatest athlete, Michael Jordan, teams up with the world's best-loved cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, you won't believe your eyes. Pardon me, Mr. Jordan. Could I have your auto, 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 uh, your John Hancock? What's going on here? We need your help! You heard of the dream team? Well, we're the mean team. Ready? Yeah! Doc. Yeah. You kick it in here. You go to the hole and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Warner Brothers presents Jordan. Funny. Special delivery! Together, they just might save the world. Space Jam. You've never seen anything like it. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the second week of President's Day, and we watched Space Jam, and since I'd never seen it before... I was. It's also Alex's birthday pick. I was gonna say you missed like the whole reason why we picked, we did. The well, movie. I thought Alec picked a, a movie that still had presidents in it, so I was like, when will the president show up in this thing? Well, he never future, did. Future huh. president, future president Michael Jordan. I mean. Future. I thought maybe Bill Murray was gonna turn out to be the president, um, or Lawrence <laughs> Bird. But uh, we or, watched well, Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, a movie. It is your chance. Do your it, dance. It was Space Jam. It was a part of that wave of 90s films where, like, you know, let's slap real people together with animated folk, uh, a la Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Cool World. And I think there was one more, wasn't there? Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. God, I forgot all about that. And this song played Basketball Jones, which I was like, man. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, this soundtrack is. This soundtrack is really good. I remember the soundtrack more than I remembered the movie. If that feel like, singing "Fly Like an Eagle," "Fly Like an Eagle" is a great Hot song. take. Not a bad cover of that song at all. It's pretty good, actually. Uh, all right, song is it originally? I'm stupid. Whose song is that? Uh, Steve Miller Band. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, Seal's uh, got Sean, a Sean, is at, Sean is at work. So to tell him to call in. <laughs> Just call in to, from the call from in from work. from work. Put some randos on. There. I mean, you can, the, you can hit the little Google link and he could just talk on the yeah, phone. clean up aisle three. Just walk Hurry around. up, watch Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, did you get jump. out of watching Space Jam? I'm get sure. out of. I could have. I could have wa- done. <laughs> I could have done this show without. Well, I've seen this movie a ton. Yeah. 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 I own yeah. this movie thanks to Sean. Uh, anyway, I, all right, let, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Al. No, nothing. Birthday boy, what are you gonna say? I have a huge penis. No, I, I, I don't have anything to say. Oh, oh. Um, no need to state the obvious, TJ. Yeah, we all know that you have a huge penis. I dream about it every night, and it's oh. it's absolutely legendary in these etchings that I've made. <laughs> I've carved them into soapstone. Uh, all right, what did you all watch this week? Birthday boy, Alec, go, go. Man, I, I watched. Uh, Six things. Nice. Wow. I watched. I watched five. I watched. Oh my five. god! This is gonna be the longest show ever because I watched four things. I'm gonna. Oh, cut, I'm gonna cut mine down though. I'm gonna, no, I'm just just go through them. Just hot take them. Go ahead. Alan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Sorry. gonna talk about all of them in, in, in great detail. I watched the movie called Super Dark Times. I want to. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a better premise than a movie. It kind of loses its steam by the end of it. Um. 
and it's a movie that if cell phones are around, like the whole movie doesn't exist. It's set. I think it's set in the nineties, early nineties. Um, what's it about? It's about a kid. Uh, there's these four kids who are and two of them are friends. Two of them are best friends. Two, these other two, two friends. Are, these other two of them are acquaintances. And uh, one of the acquaintances is kind of a loud, just brash dick. And him and one of the kids get like in an argument after they're playing with a sword, and then he gets the dick gets sorted, and he gets like he bleeds out. So wait, is it like a kids' version of very bad things? I mean, I guess kind of, but only like a couple of bad things happen. I see. A few very bad things. Few very bad things. Very bad things. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it deals with like the guilt and emotions of these like high school kids who murdered their friend, and then the body isn't found, so it's like oh, a geez. missing persons case. Did they did they play that song, "The Freshman" by The Verb? Remember that song? No, they played "Runaway Train." Like, a oh song. no, no, I'm kidding. They didn't, but they should have. <laughs> oh, that God. song slaps. <laughs> that video. Used oh, to make God. me so sad it's, as a kid. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd be depressed watching that video with all those like real, like kidnapped and runaway kids. They'd show like the pictures of like, oh, oh God. my God. And then the plot of the video is like these, like the the, the 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 it ends with this woman literally getting her child like grabbed and like the guy runs away and she's chasing after. It's like Jesus. Yep, he God. like runs, jumps into a car and takes oh, off, and she God. can't. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that didn't that music video though? Didn't it, like get a lot of runaways to like call home and like I think like yeah, come back? It's like Americans America's Most Wanted type situation where it actually supposedly caused a lot of good things to happen. But I'm with Alec. That video used to make me very depressed. Yeah, man. I just love when D's singing it to that kid in that episode of It's Always Sunny. That is going to. Get- that did, light, that did lighten up the mood of that song quite a bit, yeah. And she was peeing in a in a beer bottle. And throwing it out the window and it landed in Mac's mouth. Anyway, sorry, we got a lot of movies to go cover. So. Um, watched a movie called Coherence, which again is another movie with an interesting premise, but the execution is just not there. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait. Coherent is that is that the movie where they're in the house stuck in time? That's not yeah, that movie. Yeah. It is that movie? Yep. I like that movie. That movie's cool. I thought the premise was really good. And once I read about like how they did the movie, I thought or how it was uh shot and acted, I thought yeah. it was better, but it's still there was just something kind of missing. It's I don't like know. mostly improvised, wasn't it, if I remember correctly? Like the, Yeah, like they didn't yeah, have yeah. a script. They just gave all these people like this is what you're feeling right now, and they just kind yeah. of I so, remember liking it. I can't I don't I don't have a lot of strong feelings. What do you mean by the house stuck in time? I mean that sorry, I'll go ahead. There's it's a these people are at a dinner party and there's an asteroid or a meteor uh passing close to Earth and this meteor basically is bringing a whole bunch of like breaking down the walls between dimensions. Mm, the back so wall. These, so there's like an infinite number of these dinner parties going on at the same time. But these people don't realize it at first. So they're going to another house to get help because they lose power. And they get there and they realize that it's the same house, the same people. Like it's really, it's really weird. Um, and I might have just blown, I might have just spoiled it. No, it's fine. Is but it? It's really is, weird. Is it, it streaming anywhere? It was on Netflix for a million years. We we streamed really? it someplace and we didn't pay for it. I forget which service though. Uh, okay. Because we just like with Roku, we just Google or not Google, right. we search in Roku and it tells us what happens on, and we go to that 
Roku like aggregates everything for you. That's nice. yeah. So I forget which one it was on. It wasn't bad, but I didn't think it was great. I thought I don't know. I guess I didn't like how it ended. Maybe I think I, I again I haven't watched it in a while. I remember coming away liking it, but I think I might have just really really liked the premise. The premise is really cool. Yeah, but like there's so there's, I don't know how well you remember. There's one particular scene where the two guys who leave initially come back like three quarters of the way yeah, through yeah, the movie yeah, yeah, and yeah. are like pounding on the door. I do remember that. From reading about the uh about like the production of the movie, apparently like the other cast members wouldn't let him in the house. Yeah. <laughs> they were outside. Like the director finally had to like cut and come and be like, No, you need to let him in after like an hour of filming because they wouldn't let him in the house. Yeah, I think because uh, they thought they were still they thought they were still playing along with how the scene was supposed to go because there's no like hard script. It's wild, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's a neat, it's a crazy way to shoot. Like, yeah. I uh, I think Sean and I were trying to get you to watch this movie. Somehow we talked about this movie a few weeks ago, and we couldn't remember what the fucking title was. Uh, but anyway, I'm glad you kind of liked it. I yeah, feel like, like I, like I kind of liked it too. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't it wasn't like outstanding. Um, watch a movie called Hearts Beat Loud with uh, Nick Offerman and Tony Collette. Oh, Nick Offerman uh, is a single father to a daughter who's about to go to. They live in New York, and he owns a record store, and she's about to go to UCLA to be a doctor. But they like also like jam out together, like they play music together sometimes. Oh, I, you know what? I remember seeing a trailer for this like a million years ago. It looked pretty good. It was good. I really liked it. Yeah, it's really got a lot of heart. Nick Offerman's really good. The daughter's really good. Like. I thought it was a very good movie. Hmm. I was, was impressed with it. I shouldn't. You don't know what this was on either. Right? <laughs> I, wanted, I think this one was this and the next movie I'm going to talk about. We're all both on Hulu, I believe. Okay, so um, that, that one was called Heart Beats Loud. Either Heart Beats Loud or Hearts Beat Loud. I forget which one. And the songs that they like write in the movie actually are like they slap for like indie. Oh, cool! Like indie rock songs, kind of. More about is it. That- that kind of thing later in my is, my movies. Is it an older movie, a newer movie? Uh, I just came out like two two or three years ago. Yeah, right I remember seeing ads like a trailer for it, like a while. It's like I never it's heard post, of it. It's post Parks and Rec. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next movie I watched is called Flower. Don't know Flower. I believe it's Flower. It's either Flower oh. or Flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, it has Catherine Hahn and Tim Heidecker. Oh, like they play this movie. girl's parents, but they're they're not really super huge into the movie. Adam Scott is in it. Then there's a bunch of kids that I don't remember any of their names. You seem to stumble on all the indie movies that all have all the like comedians in it, but they're not particularly funny movies. Yeah, they're not <laughs> comedies. They're like they're like slight comedies. They're more like dramas. Well, anyway, this movie. So the main character girl, I forget her name. She was. I don't know. You guys didn't see Zombieland too, did you? No, I saw, I saw it on Prime. I was gonna get watch it. Yeah. She's, in Zombieland Two, she's the girl that uh, Jesse, what's his name, sleeps with. The oh, where's the all blonde, pink? The yeah, girl. Yeah. So she's in this, and her and her two friends. So this, the premise is fairly dark. They <laughs> they find a middle aged guys. She blows them. These girls are in high school. Hell yeah! She blows them, and then the friends like geotagger with their cell phones, I guess, and then they yeah. show up and take pictures of it and they blackmail the guys to give them money. Jesus. Oh my god, you're getting honeypotted. 
So, yeah. Uh, I think honeypot it only works when you're a spy. I think it works in any I scenario. Just, I think that's just blackmail. Oh, it's just re- it's just regular ass blackmail. I think, that, I think I mean, they just I think when they're normal people, it's called revenge porn. But that's just maybe oh. yeah. Yeah, but they deserve it because they're creeps. Oh, hmm. okay. They're I mean, like they're they're guys uh, that are knowingly just throwing around judgment on sexual creeps, huh? Jeez. I mean, they're what, guys. What's that are next? Know, they're knowingly getting sex from minors. They're, they're oh. creeps. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is creeps. So, yes. like, so, so it's more like a, is it more like a hard candy situation? Uh, it's I mean, kind of starts that way, but it's funny. It's not like it's a dark comedy. Hard candy's hilarious. But uh, this girl, so then it gets <laughs> yeah, darker. It gets darker. Slapper. It gets darker as the movie goes on. The girl's stepbrother or future stepbrother comes home from a uh, rehab, and rehab? he. I'm sorry. <laughs> rehab. Oh, he comes home from rehab, and she. Uh, I, was doing, I, was doing a, I was doing a wall, a wall card thing. Okay. Oh, rehab! He find he freaks out when he sees Adam Scott at like a bowling alley or something, and she gets out of him that Adam Scott molested him when he was younger. Oh, so Jeez. she she goes. Her and her friends put together a plan to do this to Adam Scott. And like put him in his place. And I'm not going to go any further into the plot yeah, because it would be giving away things. But it's, uh, I, it's, you liked it. I did like it. It's darker than stuff that I usually like, so I don't necessarily like that I liked it. But it was pretty good, and the performances are all pretty good. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it uh, it was something different, and it was directed, written, and directed by uh, Henry Winkler's son. No shit. Yep. Is his name Fonz Jr.? No, it's Max Winkler. Max. All these famous directors are famous. Uh, With, uh, yeah, yeah, famous older people naming their kids Max. Max. Well, hopefully yeah, Max, Max Landis, Max Winkler, Max Brooks. Hopefully he's a better like, uh, person than Max Landis. But Max Brooks is cool. I like Max Brooks. He's cool. um, next, watched a movie called Irresistible. Which is okay. <laughs> with the way that started, I thought you were about to finish with Irreversible. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> no, it's Al- Alec has crossed the, crossed the Rubicon into fucked up movie. Yeah, it's a comedy called Irreversible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Opening scene is a riot. Oh god. <laughs> it's called. It's a comedy called Irresistible. It's you. I'm sure you guys saw the trails for it. It came out like a year last year, maybe. Um, it has Steve Carell and Rose Byrne, and they're like political consultants. Who oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are uh, weighing in on a mayoral race. Um, it was okay. It wasn't anything special. It was fine. Um, there are parts that were funny. There are parts that were also really kind of stupid. But yeah. the two of them are the two of them are funny. Chris Cooper's in it. He's pretty good. Uh. Mackenzie Davis is in it. She sucks. I don't know who's Mackenzie Davis. She played the the not the Terminator, the the human Terminator in the most recent movie. Oh yeah, she sucks. She sucks. <laughs> she like, was she terrible. Just, she was bad in Dark Fate. Yeah, she's not a good actress, or at least I haven't seen her be a good actress. No, neither. Um, it was written and directed by uh, John Stewart. Oh, it's, and it's okay. Like, this is like second or third movie I think he's made. It's got some like funny stuff about like political dealings and insiders and stuff like that, but 
I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I watched was uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, oh God. Which I had never, I had never seen before. What has happened? <laughs> <laughs> did you lose a bet? Like what did, happened? Did, it, did you, did you, uh, did it make you want to rewatch Southland Tales? I no. have it. Why would I? Why would I have it? Why would it? Have, it's readily available. Same director. Ow. No, I mean there are lots of same directors who don't make me want to rewatch other movies <laughs> by them. That's fair. What'd you um, think of Donnie Darko? I thought it was okay. It was confusing. Yeah. Um, and I really did. I guess I didn't get a lot of it, but I didn't think it was bad. Like, there's really cool. not much to get once you rewatch it. You're like, oh, it's just dumb. <laughs> it's just kind of dumb. Like the the performances are all pretty good. Like everybody's good in it. Jake Gyllenhaal is very good. I do. Yeah. It does have for a movie I hate so much. It does have one of my favorite lines in a movie where she tells. <sighs> I think it's Maggie Gyllenhaal plays his sister in the movie. Yeah, right? they're 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 the yeah she plays yeah. his sister. She's like she tells him to suck a fuck. It's like how would you suck a fuck? I don't. I always love that. I always thought that was correct. But I I hate that movie. I think I hate that. I think that movie just gets spillover hatred too from uh, from fucking uh, Southland Tales. That and Richard Kelly released a director's cut where he basically, like, stops the movie to explain, like, everything about the movie, which I can't stand. So shouldn't he have just made a commentary track? Yeah, well, there's both. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. So it's like, if it's any part of the movie that has any mystery, don't worry, he'll, he'll clear that up for you. Oh, good. That's what I was hoping <laughs> yeah. for. Oh, 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 good. <laughs> oh, anyway. Patrick Swayze's good in that movie. That's he's, who that he's in it for Swayze a little bit. He's Kurt Russell. He's not R- in it that much. R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. That's yeah. a real one. But yeah, he was good in it. Uh, <sighs> Drew Barrymore's good in it. Noah Wiley's okay in it, but like he's been in like three movies. Yeah. And then he's been in like eight librarian movies. <laughs> yeah. The Curse of the Golden Spear or whatever. I don't um, know what that is. The Librarian. They were like made for TV movies. Oh like, yeah, like, they're like all Indiana Jones or something. Of, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, know like, exactly. I feel like you made like ten of them. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Uh, no, that's it. Um, watch the newest Wandavision, and I thought that was great. Also, her in that in that retro costume, Maron. Uh, what about? Uh, Quicksilver in the retro costume. I loved it, and, that and was Vision, like the best thing ever. Vision in the fucking like yellow underpants and Kate. Oh man, that show is so good. That's I'm so behind good. on Wandavision. Oh, gotta catch up, dude. And apparently, the the last like I guess there's only like four more episodes to go. I guess they're all going to be an hour long now. So, oh, which I'm not happy about to be honest. No, I, I like the, the sh- I like the short. I like the short form. But I've really, really enjoyed that show. I'm, I'm like, I think it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's creative. It's interesting. It keeps me guessing. I still don't really know where they're going with it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, also, Wanda's Wanda's about to fuck shit up. As a young Avengers fan, you liked when her kids showed up in their respective young Avengers costumes. Yeah, and they show they both have powers. I thought that was cool. Hopefully, they both are able to sustain, and it's not just a for this show oh I, I i guarantee this is gonna segue into like some sort of spinoff with them the young avengers like i i don't know it seems too good not to do that but, yeah i, don't know. I hope a so of, 
a lot of these fan theories are pretty interesting, but like it's one of those things where it's like I, I'll believe it when I see it. Like I feel like yeah. there's a thousand different theories out there. But I do yeah. think that uh, what's her name is gonna t- what what was uh help me out, dude. What was I know they called her Captain Marvel, but then they called her Pul- uh, Pulsar or something. Photon. Photon. That's it. Because they said in this episode that her cells were changing, so I was like, oh, she's getting superpowers. Well, and then, but then they also said that the person she was going to get was like a, an astrophysicist, and who's the biggest astrophysicist in the Marvel universe? I think it's here's the thing. I think it's going to be one of the scrolls from Captain Marvel, the movie. Like, I want it to be Reed Richards, but I doubt it's going to be Reed Richards. That'd be it a might... lot. That'd be a lot to unpack in one TV show. Yeah, introduce the Fantastic Four and the X Men. It would be incredible. But anyway, uh, anyway, uh, who else? That's you it. Pa- you passed TJ. Away. Oh shit! I watched. Oh god! Uh, I watched four fucking things. I, I, I felt like really uncreative, and uh, I just felt like sitting around watching movies. So I watched a lot of movies, uh, and they were all good. Strangely enough, I watched the platform on Netflix. I'm gonna try to go through these as quickly as possible because I know I tend to be a little long winded. I watched the platform on Netflix, which is. Like the premise of that movie is basically what if Snowpiercer was a prison and instead of being on a train that has different levels to different like uh, poverty levels, it's like what level are you on? And that's the level of food that you get. Uh, It sounds stupid, but it's actually written like when I watched the little trailer on Netflix, I was like, that sounds fucking dumb as hell. But then I watched it and I thought it was really good. Uh, Basically, like if you're on the, the lower levels, uh, or the, the higher levels, excuse me, like level one down, like those people start out with the most food. And then as it goes down, people eat it and they don't give a shit about the people underneath. So like by the time you get to level like 173, those people get no fucking food. And it's it's obviously a, a metaphor about class and capitalism and things like that. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's very fast. Like I think it's like ninety-two minutes long, uh, but it's on Netflix. Uh, the platform. Uh, if you like something like Snowpiercer, I think it's like a. I think it's something you'd like right away because it's it's very violent and it's uh, it's fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I also watched. Oh God, uh, my brain! It just went out. I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, mm, how's that? That movie is a fucking masterpiece, and, and if it doesn't win, like it's right now. I mean, no, I know it's it's February, but uh, it's if it's not in the running for best picture this year, I don't know what will be because this movie is unbelievably good. Um, everything good is everything about it is good. Um, the performances are unreal. Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel uh, Akulea. Kulea. Akulea. How do you say his name? I thought it was Kulea. Is it Kulea? I think so. The yeah. Guy from, the guy from, the guy from Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, by, yeah. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Those two guys, and obviously Lakeith Stanfield again. In those two guys, we've all seen them in plenty of movies at this point, and they're great actors. But like you know them, you know from from their other work. But they lose themselves in these characters. Um, which again, they're real people. Uh, it's based off a true story. Um, and I usually hate based off a of true story movies. It's usually like an excuse to make a bad movie and just go like, well, it happened. This movie is, is very, very, very good. I loved it. Um, 
admittedly not super familiar with the story, so I was like kind of riveted because I didn't really know it was going to happen. What's, um, what's is the, it what's about the Fred Hampton? Yeah, it's about Fred Hampton. Is it about does it is it about how cops go to his grave every year and shoot his grave? No, but I wouldn't be surprised. It's they do. Of, That's the thing. That's disgusting. Like the movie is a lot like Black Klansman was like last year or two years ago. Two years um, ago, thanks. That was like three years ago. Now. Was it really? Everything's um, so far gone. I, I know. Sorry, but like that movie was a really good. I thought that movie was a great movie because it showed how we haven't come very far at all. We still deal with all the same bullshit they did back then. If if anything, it might be even worse. This movie just shines a light on that. Um, it's it's a great movie. It will make you very angry. Um, it's sad. It's touching. Like I said, I loved. I I ten plus. This is it's, it's just an amazing movie. I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's fantastic. I I loved it to pieces. I mean, it's a tough movie because again, the subject matter. Um, it's not fun, or you know, it's not a jaunty jaunty romp. But it's very good. Like, highly, highly recommended. I loved it. Um, I watched a movie called The Sound of Metal. A Sound of Metal. Oh, I really want to really see that. Yeah, that's it. It's the Amazon uh, original, right? Yep. It's an Amazon original. It's uh, starring Rez Ahmed, who is fantastic. Um, it's about a guy who's in a, in a, in a, he's a drummer in a, like a noise rock band. And he suddenly, like, one day loses his hearing. And it's, you know, it, it's a movie about kind of, like, having to recalibrate your entire life and not knowing what to do about that. Um, it's basically a one-man show. I mean, Rez Ahmed is, like, on screen pretty much the entire time. Um, and little things about the movie are great, like the sound design and just just the way that the movie is carried. I, I thought the ending's a little punch out in my opinion, but the movie's very, very strong. I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. It was funny though. Cause, uh, I couldn't recognize who the girlfriend was for a while. And I was like, Oh, it's the chick from, from uh, um, ready player one. I just didn't notice her without her disgusting facial scar. <laughs> uh, but she's really good in the movie too. I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it's very emotional. Like it's a it's a tough thing, especially somebody personally who body is rapidly falling apart. It kind of it kind of hit me in in some ways, I will say. Um, but I I thought uh, Reza Med, uh, however you say his name, I'm probably fucking his name up. The guy's fantastic. He's been a great actor for a long time. This is like this is like a crown jewel kind of performance for him. Like he's unbelievable in this movie is he jacked in the movie because he looks jacked in like the stills that i've seen and i'm like that doesn't fit what i think about him as definitely in shape but i wouldn't call him jacked but he looks like you know uh, he looks like a lot of of young drummers i've seen like he's definitely in shape and takes care of himself um but it's it's really for his ears Mm. yeah and he's a drug addict but you know the weird thing is i will say if i have one little nitpick about the movie like they hint at his drug addiction, but like they never outright show it, and they bring it up enough where I feel like they should have shown it more, so it would have played in. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a, a rewatching I'll change my opinion on that. But overall, it's a great movie, and his performance is is worth uh, the price of admission, which is nothing because it's on Amazon Prime. 
Um, but it's a great movie. Uh, and lastly, I watched a movie called X Drummer, uh, which is the most disgusting movie I've ever seen. It is like a guy watched uh, Gaspar No movies and watched old Nicholas Winding Refn movies and was like, how can I make this more vile and off-putting? Um, it's about, it's a, uh, who, a Danish, I believe this guy was Danish. Uh, it's about these three handicapped guys, uh, a guitar player who is deaf, a bass player who has one dead arm, and a lead singer who has, like, violent mood swings, and uh, they want to form a band. So they they meet up with this guy who's a, famous, who's a famous writer, and he used to be a drummer. That's where the title comes from. And they want to form a group and they are just the most depraved people you've ever seen. There's literally no redeeming factors to any of them. Um, they all do horrible shit. Um, and it's just kind of one awful thing after another, but it is insanely compelling. I loved it to pieces. It is a movie I can recommend to almost no one because they will think I'm a sociopath, but it's shot really interestingly. Like there's um, the beginning of the movie. I thought I thought the beginning of the movie was one of the most interesting things because the three guys that are that are trying to meet this writer, right? They show up to the the meeting backwards. The entire introduction to them is shown backwards, and it's one of those things where it, you know you don't. I said it last week, but you don't necessarily have to be the most subtle to make an interesting point the reason they're backwards is because they are literally backwards people. Like they don't exist on the same plane of existence as everybody else. They literally move backwards. The one guy who is the lead singer, who again has like, is like a violent sociopath. Every time you go to his apartment, it's upside down. His life is legitimately upside down and it's fucking wild. That wasn't like, that wasn't like heavy handed. That didn't come no. off. Like, no, it's cool. Cause they don't, they don't react to it. And, and again, the rest of the movie is so gross and dirty and just, like, vile. I It's it's fantastic. And it's one of the, t again, like, it's, it's like, you know, earlier we brought up Irreversible. It's like Irreversible, where it's like a movie that, I mean, if you can kind of scratch your way through all the dirt and grime and you're not easily offended, there's, like, a really interesting movie in there. But it's going to, it's going to, like there's going to be a, a, a lot of people that just watch like the first 20 minutes and they're like, Hey, I'm out. I can't deal with this. Cause there's no, like every character you meet is the worst. Like there, there's no good guy in the movie. Like everyone is terrible. Like they're, and when I say terrible, I don't mean like cutesy kind of terrible. Like they're all violent and they're just awful to each other and they're mean. And then the kind of the, the, nah, it doesn't really matter, but like, the, the point of the movie is that the one that's the most affluent, which is the writer, kind of turns out to be the worst of all of them. So it turns into kind of a class movie, like, again, kind of like the platform or, or Snowpiercer. I really liked it. I really want to watch more of this director's movies. I thought it was fantastic. Um, the band, like, they, they, they do, again, they practice they want to start a band. The the music that the band plays is really fucking good, and apparently it's all done by this Danish band called Millionaire, which I'd never heard of before. But like, it's really good. Like they they sound great. And there's a scene towards the end, like the kind of the movie kind of culminates to this like battle of the bands, 
And the sequence that they did the Battle of the Bands, the way it's shot, I've never seen like a dirty underground like punk show shot so well. Like it really does capture the energy of being in like a dingy ass basement show. Like I thought they did. I thought yeah, that was great. But again, like there's so much stuff in it that people are just going to be so turned off by. Like just again, nothing redeeming about it. Like at all, as far as like a, like a, a moment where like somebody like it has a, has an epiphany that they're terrible and they need to better themselves. No, they just get worse and worse. They do drugs. They fucking beat people and they, they rape and don't worry. It's not female rape. It's uh, it's male rape. Oh, I was worried. <laughs> There's a character that, that they meet in this rival band that, that's just named like big Dick something or other. And then you find out that his dick is like two and a half feet long and you see it and it's, it's pretty great. Um, X drummer. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> and where did you watch this on? It's on my Plex. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime for a while, but I don't know if it's on there anymore. But I, I loved it. But again, it's it's not a movie for everybody. Like, I can recognize that. It, oh, is, when? it is a movie for me. <laughs> TJ, when did you watch Space Jam? I watched Space Jam on Saturday night. Okay. Why? Uh, I think we did too and it was a little like fuzzy and i was wondering if you were watching it at the same time uh possibly but that blu-ray sucks like i got the like because i looked it might have just been the way it was because i i watched it on the plex and i was like that doesn't look very good then i popped in my actual blu-ray i'm like oh the transfer is just really bad so i think if you guys are interested you can still go to the original space jam website it's still up it's still up and it's all it's like 1996 glory. Mm. It's still like it still looks like dog shit, but it's still the original site. They say it's never been taken down, never that's been changed. Great. Uh, all right, anyway. Uh, so that's all I watched. Uh, Gogs, uh, I watched five things. Uh, I most of them, uh, I watch, I, I take it back. I watched five things, but I also watched like. Portions of two other things, which I feel like I need to. It's true. It's true. Gog's fashion. Yeah. Like, so let's talk about those things first. I watched chunks of the following films. They're all on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched the first. Uh, I watched the first. Looks like twelve minutes of a movie called Nemesis. Uh, that's sort of about cyborgs and LA cops. It's terrible. Don't that's watch a, that. That's an old movie. Uh, I watched uh, half of a movie from 1987 called Deadly Prey, uh, which is like some sort of weird kidnap people and then hunt them for sport to train mercenaries. But the guy they kidnapped was an ex-mercenary and he's killing them all Rambo style. And the movie opens with his maybe girlfriend or possibly wife or maybe sister waking him up in his bed. And like right next to his bed's a big old like thing of lotion, but it's not done for like fun and giggles. I guess they just shot in his house. Um, Deadly Prey, not great. I watched about half of Rutger Hauer's Omega Doom, which is bad. Don't Omega watch it. Doom. It's another one about robots and guns. Of course, of course it is. Um, so don't watch any of those robot movies. Uh, movies I watched that I saw the whole thing and enjoyed. Uh, 13 Assassins. That movie is still a ton of fun because I was playing a lot of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I was yeah. like, I'm all on the samurai kick. So uh, that movie is that movie. It, it's long, but there's no fat on it, and it moves quick. Like the movie's you gotta like watch, uh, you got to watch Harry Carey. 
I, uh, yeah, that movie's rad. But yeah, that's the, I think I think I can say like without hesitation, Thirteen Assassins is my favorite Takashi and Miike film, and it's uh, tremendous. Uh, I watched uh, John Carpenter's The Fog for the first time. You know, I've never seen it. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's not like pirate ghosts, isn't it? It's like I think it's like leper pirate ghosts. <laughs> uh, but what's interesting about it is who's that guy who uh, banged the chick in Halloween Three: Season of the Witch? Oh, uh, Tom, Tom Atkins. In this one, Tom Atkins gets to bang uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, a very young Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Tom Atkins is throwing that dick around. Oh yeah. Well, he's so hot. I mean, yeah, he's so hot. Um, I watched. Uh, let's see. Okay, Thirteen Assassins, The Fog. I watched John Carpenter's The Thing, a movie that has oh yeah, great movie. zero fat. That movie is outstanding. Like I, I, I want to go back and rewatch the the 2011 remake, but I'm just afraid it's just gonna piss me off. It's not a remake. Oh right, it's like a sequel, right? It's a prequel. It's a prequel. What? It's a prequel? Yeah, it's a prequel. I think I saw it, but it's, it's not very good. Yeah, I remember it being bad, but it's like got, the original got, thing. Uh, Elizabeth Winstead in it. That's the only thing good about it. But that, the original thing is uh, tremendous. It's one of the uh, best he's ever made. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. I watched. Oh, so then I watched. Uh, The Fly, uh, Cronenberg's The Fly. That movie is awesome. Jeff Goldblum's amazing. That's another one. There's like uh, no fat, all gas, no brakes. Gina Davis is great in it, and it is super, super, super fucking gross. Like that oh, movie is. Oh yeah. Like I not I didn't know the term body horror the first time I saw that movie, and I didn't know anything about Cronenberg. Like when I was, I think I saw it when I was a kid, or you know, <laughs> you, like, you, mean, you mean eight-year-old gogs didn't know about Cronenberg. Like yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. When did that movie come out? Was it 88? Was it late 90s? Early 90s? I want to say 89. 86. Mid-80s then. So whenever it was making the rounds, because that would make the rounds on like WB54 or something. Like whenever I watched it, whenever that showed up. Um, But I fucking, that movie's great. Fucking Goldblum is so good in that movie. Gina Davis is so good in that movie. And the the, the art, whoever did the special effects is so Stan Winston, I believe, yeah. It's so gross. It's yeah. so fucking gross. Um, Brundle, I have a lot of like full on like Brundle fly design is so good. It's Brundle like disgusting, but it's so good. But like the like, I have like questions about the telepods. Like, and you know, right? He gets merged with the fly because the fly's in there with him. But like, like, like if we really like explore this premise, like, is there ever a possible? Will you ever get a perfectly clean environment? You're you're always gonna have like microbes and shit on your body. You'll have stuff in your stomach. Like, wouldn't you always just come out like part? Like, well, like also the thing is, like, it's a remake of like a really cheesy like '50s movie. So like right. they didn't. You know I mean, they didn't really put a lot of thought into it. What was the? What was the? How did the guy become a fly in the original one? Because the idea that how he becomes a fly, same thing. Feel like it's I haven't seen the Vincent Price fly in a billion years, but yeah, I want to say it's it's either the same thing or very close. Because the the concept of how it happens is pretty fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, love the fly. And then the last thing I watched was uh, Psycho Gorm, huh? and it only transports matter. I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you thirty five cents. Oh, uh, 
What did, what did Frank call them? The Frankopods or something like yeah, that? Something like that, yeah. Only <sighs> transform matter. I'd be stupid not to do this. Um, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Uh, I use that line all the time when I'm buying things. Oh, uh, sure, I, uh, and the last thing I watched was Psycho Goreman. Yeah, which did you, uh, did you like it? Really, really enjoyed it. The weird hyper reality they live in, like the strange family dynamic, is like a lot of fun. Like with the weird sort of new age dad and the poor mom trying to keep it all together. And I don't know uh, if he's new age as much as he just sucks. Lazy, he's yeah. very lazy and doesn't do anything. Well, like, like in the beginning, where after they lose the game of Crazy Ball or whatever it is, and then like the daughter is going to bury the son and everybody's okay with it. He's like, well, I'm just going to get buried now. Like, <laughs> um, like, this, like, the, like the weird shit, like just accepting the brain kid. Like there's so much strange, weird shit, but it's really fun. Like it's Hilarious. really fun. Yeah, um, I love that movie. Movie's so yeah, I really really like Psycho Goreman. So oh, good job oh. on Shutter for uh, for distributing it because they didn't one. make it; they just distributed it. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything. I only watched so I watched The Fog and Psycho Goreman. Those are only two new things. The other three were remakes or rewatches. Three things. Three things. Oh, oh and I also watched uh, Space Jam. Let's uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Everybody, everybody, come up. We're gonna everybody jam now. Get up and turn to jam now. It's your chance in your lane, man. I mean, I mean, that's basically the plot of the movie, I re- right I, there. Yeah. I remember when it came out. I used to always say, "It's your chance, poop your pants at the Space Jam." I thought oh, you were nice. clever. You were clever. I thought that was very funny. I still think real, that's funny. Real, to this day. You're real saucy boy. Do your chance. It's your chance. Poop your pants. <laughs> it's space jam. Uh, okay. I mean, so if you're going to poop your pants, basketball shorts would be the best thing to poop it in because you could just kind of shake it out. Yeah. What about a kilt? A kilt would be probably the best. The best. But I said one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like, like your S tier is kilt, and like your A tier <laughs> would be basketball shorts. And this also is predicated on that you have nice solid poops. Yeah, this, this, yeah. the on the poop in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Tier. Like the poop in your pants tier list, like scuba diving suit. It's like like F tier, like. Hager slacks are probably like I don't know oh, C tier. Jeans are bad. Yeah, the skinny jeans. Oh, depends jeans. on if they're those uh, stain resistant work the weekend Hager oh, slacks. Oh yeah, right, well, they got like a Scotch guard in them. It might just slide right out. Like yeah, you, know? you got to have them loose. That's the thing too. Like you got yeah, if you it. get if you get those like those new age runner um, no, no, like, no, 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 sweatpants no. with the, with the with the elastic around the ankle. I got those poop, on. I have those on right now. You don't put your pants in those. Oh, you said poopy ankles. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> poop all over those things. I will never poop in these sweatpants. So tune in next week for the complete mole radio. What to poop into tier list. <laughs> As this show gradually turns into an adult, uh, adult baby podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Space you know, Jam. Oh, <laughs> moving the podcast turned into an adult diaper uh, podcast so gradually <laughs> I hardly noticed. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can get a sponsorship. Oh my god! From Depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it'd be uh, what was the fuck? Like Tony Saragusa, like it was a sponsor for like some kind of adult diaper for a little while. Oh, it was like it was like a it, it wasn't a diaper. I think it was like a, a pea shield that no, you jam in front of your underwear. 
So you wouldn't get like, they wouldn't get those Tony Robo those Tony Robo dick dribbles. You not saw those Tony, pictures? No, dude, not Tony Robo. Fucking Tony Saragusa. No, no, no. Tony Romo Super Bowl broadcast. Someone zoomed in on his crotch, and they were like, "Be in my pants is cool." Oh, Davis. Everybody's if Tony Saragusa is not Jesus Christ. Everybody gets a pee dribble every once in a while. Hey, I'm just saying. Jesus, that's why I only wear black or blue slacks to work. Exactly. No that's why I was. I keep my pants wet all day. All I got to say is if your dick don't dribble, you ain't trying. Mm. Mm. So, and then you splash a little water from the sink on you. You'd be like, man, this sink shot water <laughs> everywhere. Sink, I was cleaning spoons when I was washing my hands. <laughs> uh, all right. All right fe- fellas. <laughs> Please. Let's get back Why to Why do you say you're the one who started it? That is true. Sorry. Alex. You, you smelt it and dealt it. Alex, <laughs> take us to the jam. In space. All right. So we start off with a very fast cutting montage of Michael Jordan's life. Oh my God. So baseball. Time out. There's no way this is fast. These intro credits, I, I felt like the movie was over by the time these credits got shooting hoops as a baby. Yes, and then it goes to the then it goes to the montage of his life. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, his dad's like, his dad's like, he's shooting hoops. He's a kid, and his dad's like, you can you go to bed as soon as you miss one, and he like never misses one, and then he's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he keeps making like I never had to go to bed. I've never slept. I, that would have been a much funnier transition to that. This scene. movie is seventy nine minutes long, by the way. This movie is so short. Oh yeah, well, like like the the credits that Alec or Alex talking about I swear to like they go on forever and they're just like weird like they feel like the you guys remember they don't really do this so much anymore but you guys remember like the PlayStation 1 era where like they were obsessed with putting full motion video in video games because they could do it now and they like in the sports games they would just like compress these like highlight reels before the game menu started that's oh, yeah. what this felt like it felt like it was like never ending it was like good god um we get it but at least at least least it was cool michael jordan highlights yeah it wasn't like boring other crap but uh regardless we get through that they show michael jordan on a dirt driveway shooting baskets at i think his dad says it's like two in the morning after midnight he comes outside Or, yeah, yeah, after perfect, midnight. Perfectly fine for like an eight year old to be up after midnight so shooting. Unwholesome. <laughs> and the dad, yeah, says, Oh, you can come to bed when you miss one. And he makes like a thousand in a row. And then finally, he's like, All right, just come to bed, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> go be, like, go be the like, bulls now. It's literally it's 2 a.m. now. But also, the kid's like, I think I want to be. I want to play for North Carolina. And then I'm going to play in the NBA. And then I want to play baseball. Yeah, also, time, like you guys, like, well, Alec, you can help me out. This guys, are <laughs> you're of no use. North Carolina, like a prestigious basketball. Yes, team? really. Oh the yeah, Tar Heels. Yes, I, I thought they were not. No, the Tar Heels are with, like Duke. Like they're like same same state, right? Duke, yes. North, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like twenty miles apart. I think they're uh, North Carolina for a long time was one of the premier, and they're really not anymore. They've kind of sucked for a while That's now. Probably why I'm thinking of. But for a long time, they were one of like the top five programs. It was like Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Syracuse? Kansas, UCLA. Syracuse was for a while, but like, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, for a few years, but yeah, North Carolina was 
Yeah, North Carolina. Was like, it was a marquee program, and he was he grew up in North Carolina. He, like, he North, was, yeah, he lived in North Carolina. Yeah. He was like that's why he wanted to go there. Yeah, and like Duke didn't accept black kids at that time, so he couldn't go there. Cool, thanks, Duke. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's actually true, but Duke sucks. It probably. Is I don't true. think they accept him nowadays. They just allowed them to play on the basketball team. They just, they just. Yeah, walk. you see a Duke crowd at a basketball game. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> real, real vanilla. Uh, all right. So anyway, then so we then we after, after that we fast forward and uh, Michael Jordan's playing baseball. Yes. The catcher's giving him with a pitch. He's t- he's tipping him to what pitch is coming, and he Which still can't hit it. Kind of funny. It's a kind I of like funny that scene. scene. Yeah. I like that. And the coaches are like. They're like giving all the, the stupid platitudes that they do in sports. Are like, can't teach that. Nope, can't teach that. Like, he's got boys. They're all just, they're all just kissing his ass because he's Michael Jordan. It's like everyone's kissing his. I wish they had explored that more. I wish the movie had more been like how you retire, like how you leave that, and like no one will shoot you straight because you're Michael Jordan. I mean, did the movie really have time for that? Didn't you just no. say the movie's like eighty two minutes long? No, but I, you know, but continue. Sorry. Um. So he is a, is a baseball player now. He yeah. finishes a baseball game. Uh, Newman drives him home. He's like his personal assistant or something. Uh, drives him back to his house. His, his regular uh, ass house. Yeah, his uh, his wife and kids are there. His, which his wife his, is much hotter than his real wife was. So fun weird fact they named his wife and kids all his actual wife and kids names but then <laughs> cast them with like much better looking people it's so weird like, like i wonder what his family thought about that well you know and I, I thought about this as i was watching the movie right like we all growing up like michael jordan was like a very like had a very squeaky clean image and like he was michael jordan right like he was like an yeah. icon but then, like, re- more recently, you've come to find out that he's, like, a gambler. He's kind of a shithead to his family. Like, I don't know. As watching this movie, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, they didn't cast his real family. And, like, they made sure they get a super hot wife. It's a uh, – what's her name? She, used to, she was in a bunch of uh, movies in the 90s. Um, she, was, she was Wanda from Spawn. That was Wanda. Wanda. That's, that's the real fucking WandaVision right there. <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> Her name was uh, uh, Teresa Randall. Yeah, I think we need to like. I think we need to point out in this scene that it's like a stepped on line that is his oldest son is currently batting like six fifty eight. Oh yeah, it was, that was funny. He's like, why is he so bummed? Well, he went like four for five with like, yeah, it, it, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, his batting average went down thirty points. Like, what is it now? It's like six fifty eight. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> he's better at baseball than his dad. He's also yep. he also gets attacked by his adorable bulldog, which is like a weird scene. Is that was the was the dog's last name supposed to be Barkley? It's supposed to be Charles Barkley, the dog. Oh, I I don't I didn't get that. They say did they name the dog Charles? The I didn't dog's name was Charles. yeah. I f- I figured it was Barkley. That's a great name. That's a great name for a dog, Charles Barkley. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later. Um. So then, so the, they decide to go, or not decide, there's a golf outing that Michael has to go to, and uh, Newman drives him there, and Newman and Michael are playing golf with Bill Murray and Larry Bird, 
or Sir Lawrence Bird, as God's called him. <laughs> They're playing golf. They get to a certain hole. Oh, shit. I missed the whole part with the. With the I don't yeah, know. Yeah, about Moron Mountain. They're playing. They're playing uh, golf. Michael hits his first ever hole in one. Ball goes in the hole. He reaches in to get it. Newman's about to take his picture of him retrieving his ball. He gets sucked into the golf hole. The golf hole. Bill Murray is slightly surprised. Larry Bird seems <laughs> yeah. clueless as to what's going on. He doesn't, know a, he's in a, he doesn't know he's in a movie. There's a wonderful yeah. line right afterwards. They're driving away. They're like, should we worry about Mike? Ah, no, nah, I'll figure it out. And then they're like, and then Bill Murray's like, I'm going to mark us both down for twos. There's no way we could putt after that. And Larry's right. like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he said, we're not, we weren't in any emotional, emotional state, state to be able to putt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. I love that line. Um, so the Danny DeVito plays Max Schnall, Schnallsbottom or something. His name is I Max too. I think it's Swackhammer. Swackhammer. <laughs> Who else is named Max? We were talking about all of the the famous directors' children being named Max. Oh yeah. Max Schwackhammer, who is an <laughs> alien and on Moron Mountain, who controls the programming, and he oh, decides programming programming sucks. He's yeah. gonna get, he's gonna steal the Looney Tunes and Moron because Mountain that is like a oh. theme park and a TV show. <laughs> it's kind of confusing. <laughs> like Swackhammer is kind of like Mojo, like in a weird way. Yeah, he is. He sends his his little inept aliens to uh, to steal the Looney Tunes, um, as you do. <laughs> the Looney Tunes say, "Oh, but we got a clause here in this book or whatever that says we get a chance to play for our freedom," and they decide to play basketball. Yeah, pause. Because the, 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 the Looney great, Tunes because the aliens are all like six inches tall. Yeah, Looney Tunes well, live in the core of the earth. Well, also the thing, yeah, the Looney Tunes possibly live in hell. Um, the the great thing about that that rule book thing is like Bugs Bunny comes up, he's like, ah, oh, it's in a rule book, and he literally like is you see his back and he's like drawing and he writes in the page like, oh, this is the rule book, and they're like, oh yeah, this is very good. Like I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and it's probably just my dumb reptile brain. All of the like classic Looney Tunes gags they do in this movie all landed for me. Like I, I think as a child I watched a lot of Looney Tunes, but like all of those like very old style like Looney Tunes jokes, I all landed. I thought they were all funny. Yeah, I mean they're classics for a reason. Yeah, I love that shit. I I thought that was very funny. <clears throat> um, I guess I didn't realize how much of it. Just I always thought Daffy Duck was grumpy. Because Bugs Bunny picked on him, but it seems like he's just a dick all the time. Yeah, Daffy Duck's just an asshole. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, did you know that? Uh, I I read this on the cast list. Billy West does Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I mean, oh, I thought it was Mel Brooks's son. I guess or he Mel- was supposed to, but he couldn't. Or Mel Blank. Mel Blank. And what I said, but uh, Billy West uh, did Bugs. Huh. He did a great job. Yeah. Tremendous. Um, the aliens, the, uh, they're called, I guess they never refer to them in the movie as the nerd lux, but that's what they're supposed to be called. I, I will say that I didn't care for the, like, 
the little version designs. I thought they were kind of weak. Also, the name Moron Mountain sucks. You should have come up with something better than that. Yeah, but it fits with like Looney Tunes stupid yeah. stuff with how they would name all the stuff in their uh, in the show with uh, alliteration. That's a good point. But you can't go too much further than Moron with the Looney I, Tunes. Yeah, I didn't think you can't call it Asshole Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the little aliens decide, oh, they start reading about basketball and under, to understand the sport, decide to go steal the basketball abilities from other NBA players, and they choose Sir Charles Barkley, Sir Sean Bradley, Sir Muggsy Bogues, Sir <laughs> Larry, Larry Johnson, Johnson. and Patrick Ewing. Uh, Patrick, Sir Patrick Ewing. Um, they choose those five out of all the players in the NBA at that time. There was one white guy. You missed a white guy. No, Sean, no, Bradley. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley was. Sean Bradley was the only one I did not know before. Like I didn't. Was he? Was he? Apparently, he's super tall. But was he supposed to be any good, or was he ever any good? Alex? He sucked. The only reason he he was like he played a few years. He was like seven foot seven, so he was like six inches taller than everybody. But like that was when, he'd, he play, when he'd play against like Shaq. Shaq would just like throw him all over the place. Because he was like seven seven, like two hundred and fifty pounds. He's all skin and bones, like Santa Claus in the Rudolph movie. Like Manupo. Uh yeah, pretty much. Wasn't Manupo like eight foot tall? He was. <laughs> and he, he looked was like he looked like the Slender Man. Like he I you see pictures of him and they look they don't look correct. Like he's he, he said, has <laughs> he has a son that's in the NBA right now called Bol Bol. <laughs> His name is Bol Bol? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, so the nerdlings aliens steal the power from these five guys in a basketball. T- yeah, in a basketball. Oh, wait, in a basketball, Next- but like he turned the one turned into like goop and went up Charles Barkley's nose, caused him to have a seizure mid game, and then went back to the like the, the, the power set on these things is is ill defined. Also, the the nerdlings or whatever they they disguise themselves like uh, what's his name in uh, BoJack Horseman, like they're yeah. going oh, to the- Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kidman, Mr. Mr. Childman or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, they sit, and they, they sit, sit next, next to next Patricia to, uh, Keaton and Dan Castellaneta. That's who that Castellaneta. Was. Patricia yeah. Keaton, yeah, Dan Castellaneta. Who every time I see, I'm like, ah, it's Dan. and he never does the Homer voice. Like he always just does no. the normal voice. I just like give it to Homer. <laughs> um, he's shown up in a couple of movie the podcast movies. I feel like as like yeah, a, a bit guy. That's pretty much all he does is bit stuff. Yeah, and then he's probably made billions doing Homer's voice. Oh, they make so much money years. on that sim off, off like per episode on The Simpsons. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. it's like a joke. Yeah, hmm. so it still must I be making money for Fox. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the Looney Tunes, I guess, I, I forget how what happens. They have a scrimmage with the nerdlings, and then they show up, and they're all super-sized now, and yeah. they dominate them. Yeah, so and they just, So then the Looney Tunes decide they need a ringer, so they get Michael Jordan, who's a baseball player now. And that is what happened when Michael got sucked through the golf hole. Yeah, because Bugs Bunny was on the opposite end of the, or on the, not opposite, on the other side, underground with a, a magnet that was was controlling the golf ball. Into but that hole-in-one wasn't even genuine. Yeah. I wonder like, if they told him that, and he was just crushed. <laughs> like, I love the fact that Michael Jordan's like, I'm a baseball player now. It's like, okay. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, there's several practice montages of the Looney Tunes and Michael practicing, intercut with montages of the NBA players How? trying different different therapies and things. That is my favorite and part of the movie. Like the the NBA players coping with the loss of their abilities is hilarious. I like that the doctor implies that Patrick, Patrick is taking a heart it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah there's about that's probably about half the movie is just yeah practice practice sessions with uh intercut with the NBA players trying to get their powers back. You I'm, get a great a great scene of like Charles Barkley, like sad Charles Barkley just like wandering the streets of Phoenix, I guess, because that's where he was playing at the time. Yeah. And he just comes across a, uh, a street ball game of all girls. And they just kick the shit out of him. <laughs> and then they excited. all just start making, they start making fun of him. Yeah, they just fuck him up, too. Like, it's like, oh, it's, it's so funny. I also forgot, this movie reminded me of how awful the old Houston Rockets jerseys were. Those things were fucking hideous. Like, yeah. They're, they're they're some, so ugly. There's some lines that Muggsy Bogues delivers where it's, I, I forget... Shit, I forget what he says, but it, it like it just kills me. When they're pushing him through the hospital, and he's just like spouting off, it's it's fucking hilarious. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Have have oh, they I like gotten to the little funny part yet? No, that's that's <laughs> the <laughs> the Looney Tunes put out on, like a casting call for their for their team, and we get introduced to. Sexy Bunny, Lola Bunny. Oh my God! Who may have been the invention of furries? Yeah, she's the like, she is the patient zero of furries. Like it's it all. It's, she's the origin point of furries. Because I don't understand furries, but then you see Lola Bunny, you're like, I, I get it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of get it. Why did they make her so hot? Like it's kind of they made up. her like unapologetically sexy. Like I don't know what the plan was here. It's very they did it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, every other female character is an old lady or a witch <laughs> yeah. or like yeah. or Tweety or Granny. Tweety is a girl, I think. Uh, but yeah, then there's Lola Bunny, the uh, sexiest cartoon ever. Ever, it's ridiculous. Ever. Yeah. And she's also very good at basketball. Does not like being called doll. Yes. yes. She's fighting gender norms in the <laughs> Looney Tunes universe, yes. which That's I true. feel like is a never would never be a never ending battle. Oh yeah. Bugs Bunny. Um Well, Bugs Bunny is a trans icon, so Is he? Well yeah, because he always dressed up like a girl. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are we that, are we to the big game now? We're getting there. Yeah, no, you're, like, it's that, that's all that happens. Like, you're there, man. Like it's so. We're, yeah, we're at the we're at the big game. I at the big game. I guess the big final showdown for the uh, for the Looney Tunes freedom. If the Looney Tunes lose, they have to go to Moron Mountain and work there for Max Schlackheimer forever. <laughs> if the Looney Tunes win, they're just left alone. I believe. Uh, yeah. Or do they get something else? I think they're just left alone. Um, so they start playing basketball, and the Looney Tunes are terrible. Like, they're all terrible at it. Shocker, yeah, getting, I know. They're all <laughs> terrible. Um, 
And then Michael Jordan is tremendous, and he's single-handedly keeping him in the game, despite the Monstars' best attempts to injure him and everybody else. Like, the, <laughs> like Marvin the Martian is a terrible referee. You can't tackle people in basketball. There's all kinds of shit. Like, I felt like I... Uh, you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Krusty the Clown bet against the Harlem Globetrotters, and he's I like, they were using a freaking ladder! Like, <laughs> I felt like watching this movie, like, they're doing all this shit, and it's like, how is this? This isn't legal. Is it, you're right, Marvin the Martian, awful referee. But then oh, again, terrible. you have to admit that, that like, professional basketball, officiating has always been a problem. So, you know, this is yeah, just I guess that's true. commentary on that. Yeah, I'm, that's what it was. Yeah, Michael Jordan's like, I won't do this movie unless you put in some social commentary about how the refs are terrible against us. <laughs> um, got to be hilarious. Yeah, there, uh, that was their the mon- the monsters are winning dramatically at halftime. Uh, but Michael Jordan reveals his secret stuff. Yes. Which is just water to make everybody better after halftime. It was Bugs' and, idea, to be fair. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. after halftime, the uh, Toon Squad plays infinitely better because they're full of piss and vinegar and Michael Jordan Michael stuff. Michael Jordan actual. I want one of those damn Toon Squad jerseys, man. They have. I want a Monstar jersey if I want anything. I think they they've there is since Space Jam has gone on like a semi recent like meme revival. I want to say they made like fancy versions of them that you can buy. Um, yeah, and the the game goes on, and everybody gets injured on the uh, Tune Squad, so Bill Murray has to step in. And there's a great line. So I forget who it is that asked her, like Bill Murray, how'd you even get here? And he's <laughs> yeah. like. Oh, I'm friends with the I'm friends with the producer. Yeah, yeah. The producers, yeah. the producers, Ivan Reitman. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Friends with the producer, he let me on set. And then Daffy Duck's like, "Yeah, that's how it happens," or something like that. Bill yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inside. Um. Yeah, and that's. Oh well, there there's like that's... one weird sort of moment where, like, somebody tells Michael Jordan that you can use your cartoon powers, like. <laughs> didn't realize oh, that yeah he's like and, i didn't know that was an option yeah and then michael jordan goes all reed richards and like slams a basketball from half court and that wins the game if i remember correctly yes and, and the, then uh yeah. yeah and then michael jordan shows up to his baseball game in a spaceship and no one's really that surprised oh so. at one point at one point swack hammer realizes michael jordan's like the greatest and he says, oh, I'm going to make him part of my Moron Mountain Empire, too. And there's a cool animation sequence oh, yeah, of that him, is- like, him like in chains and yeah. kids just dunking on him all day long. And I yeah, feel it sounded like, like it was like hell for Michael Jordan. I feel like that would be his nightmare. Just have a bunch <laughs> of amateurs like, dunking on him and he'd just be like, no! <laughs> is that what um, like, yeah, no. that's what that's in, in my head, that's what he sounds I like. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, he gets escorted via spaceship to his baseball game. Yeah, and everybody's and then, just stoked to see him. They're not that concerned that there's a giant cartoon spaceship that just showed up. Also, he's in full uniform. I don't know where his uniform came from. Yeah, he uh, he's in his Birmingham Barons uniform, and then nice. he announces he's going back to basketball. 
yeah. they show him coming back to basketball, playing the Orlando Magic. Um, and that's about that. I forgot. Like I remember him. So he came back twice, right? So he came back. He came back initially after baseball, but then he retired again. Then he came back to the Wizards for like a minute. You remember that? He came back to the Wizards after he after he bought like a part of the team. Yeah, it was like Jackie Moon. Yeah, (laughs) owner player coach. I remember he wasn't very good, but then at that time, I think he was like almost fifty. So it's like, well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Now he owns the Hornets. Maybe the Hornets. He owns the Charlotte Hornets. Or is like oh. yeah, he's at least part of the Maybe a thing anymore. I thought they they came the, they came back. They came back. Oh. They, they, they became like the, the New Orleans Pelicans, I think, and then they made the Hornets. Yeah, they, they, they franchised a, a new team to the Hornets. Like what the Browns did, basically. Hornets as long as they, was a much better name than Pelican. As long as they never bring the Supersonics back. Oh uh, no way! The Supersonics are cool. I love their jerseys. <laughs> I don't want that. I just want that city to never have a team again. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah. Like they scrim. love that team more than anything, and they still moved them to Oklahoma City. Yeah, that is kind <laughs> like of they supported that team, like everything, and they're still like, nope, we're going that, to America's heartland, to the home of basketball. That was my, that was my go-to team in NBA Jam between Gary Payton and Detlef Scrimp. Oh yeah, my, Sean Sean Kemp, you know those crazy Kemp. dunks. Yeah, I'm, I miss NBA. We need a new NBA Jam. <sighs> Actually, we just need to buy one of those one-up cabinets. They got an NBA Jam version. NBA Jam was the notes. That was so much fun. Uh, remember when things were fun? All right. Yeah. <laughs> like this movie. I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I did not hate watching this movie. I I remember liking it a lot, and I enjoyed it the whole way through. It is like a spectacle movie because it's like like this is such a weird idea. Michael Jordan is like on a different plane of existence, like. I've like his acting is like something else. Like, we can be we can be object we can we can we can be objective and, and explain that Michael Jordan is not good in this movie, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's so like they could have they could have had a Michael guys. Jordan cardboard cutout instead of Michael Jordan and gotten pretty much the same results. See, I disagree. I think he's so horrendous. He's fun to watch. Like he's like. He's so bad, I can't... It's like Tommy Wiseau's performance. Like, it's just like, come on, Bugs. What are y'all talking about? Like, I just... <laughs> I like... It's so... I, I love it. Like, because you got all these Looney Tunes doing all this crazy shit, and his reaction's like, what, man? Like, it's so funny. Like, you I, know we talk about people no-sell things? Like, he no-sells this entire situation. I mean, truth be told, I was pretty fucked up when I watched this, but I could not... Every time he had a line, I couldn't stop laughing. Like, he was the funniest part of the movie for me. It's like, Bugs, what are you doing? No, man. Like, and then, like, the scene later on where he he's, like, he's bringing the basketball players all their powers back. Like, that scene is awful because none of those guys can act. And it's like, hey, man, I want to shoot some four-on-one. He's like, nah, I would just kick you guys' butt. And then, like, that's just the scene. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, also, I, I don't know. There's a this just a 90s part of me that whenever a grown man says, kick your butt, it just it just makes me laugh because it's so I funny. Love that all these, I love that all the guys that lost their powers just hanging out together in a gym. Like, it's some sort of, like... Like AA meeting, and then just yeah. try to figure it out. Yeah, I like that the rest of the league went like on strike. 
That scene, that was, scene great. was funny. That scene really funny. Um, do we lose somebody? What happened? Oh, I think we lost Alec. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh no! Vamp. Hey, uh... <laughs> is that a you vamp? You just I got nothing. I'm not. I'm reactionary. I'm not. Oh, hold on, hold on. Happy birthday. I'll I'll, I'll patch this. I'll try to. You're not gonna fix this, and you know it. I'm gonna fix it. Well, that's well, Space Jam. Alec gives it a ten, presumably. Hold on. Uh oh, I gotta admit him in. Oh, he's back. Okay. Take your chance. Do your dance at the space. space there you go. We lost you there, buddy. Yeah, no, I don't know what I did. So that scene where they go on strike is so funny. Uh, what's that guy's name? He was like, he, uh, like D- he's like, he's like, what if, what if the whole team is like, what if it's airborne? And then they cut back and they're wearing gas masks and shit. Yeah. Hilarious. So that was like great. World War Two, like the horrific, yeah. <laughs> like that, huge, terrifying gas masks. And that didn't, that didn't really age well, given the current scenario. No, no not at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- th- like there's just parts. I think I found this movie funnier than it objectively is. You did. But I was laughing the entire <laughs> time. I think you should watch it the way I watched it, which was like, like back in '96. No, I mean well, I had the mental capacity of like a seven-year-old because I was just blasted, and I just loved it. I thought. <laughs> I mean, I'm very lowbrow. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I was feeling good in the neighborhood. Um, I, I don't know. I thought this was very funny, and uh, I liked all the Looney Tunes bits a lot. I really liked the Looney Tunes in this. Um, I, uh, I thought it was fun to have Danny DeVito show up because now, anytime I hear, I, Danny wanted, DeVito, I wanted more of him though. Yeah, he wasn't in it enough. I thought it was funny and, and kind of a sign of the times that the main villain was like constantly smoking. I'm like, oh, you wouldn't have that anymore. Yeah, no cigars, no nothing. No. I remember that was like a staple of villains back in the day. Nope, not anymore. Well, what's his name? Who's the guy that was always mean to Goofy? He, like uh, Bluto or Bru- whatever his name was. That guy was always chewing on a cigar in the Disney movies. What is that guy's name? I know who you're talking about. He's like the it's big not- Bluto, but it's it is something like that. Something like that, right? Yeah. Brutus. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like a bigger dog. Big dog? Big dog. Where the goofy is a dog. He has a dog named Pluto. Wait, Pluto is Mickey's dog. There's been several instances where Pluto has also been Goofy's dog. <laughs> so he's like, it would be like if you were my dog. Yeah, that's called slavery. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I'm, uh, sure yeah. I'm sure we're the only people that have come across this discussion too. I think this is a, a newly discovered. I think uh, this has been well tread. So, what else? Should, anything else we want to talk about about Space Jam? It, uh, it, is, it is your chance. Do your dance. Yeah, not really. Yeah, soundtrack. <sighs> I believe I can fly. Soundtrack is absolute legend. I believe I can touch the sky. I did great movies and then said you gay. Uh, all right, Alec, <laughs> go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, eight, eight. Yeah, that's right. 
like the movie's pretty good. It's entertaining. I like it. I can. I like Michael Jordan's like horrific acting. Like it's hilarious. I like he's lo- the right word. <laughs> like it's- the Looney the Looney Tunes stuff is all pretty good, but like the soundtrack puts this over the top. Like this is a soundtrack that I feel like I could listen to at any given time and still love it. And I think Gog said it right last week. Like the Monstar Anthem is like the best rap song ever made with no cussing in it. Oh, it's, it's, just, it's so, unbelievable. It's so good. And it's still like menacing and intimidating. Even, it, though it, they don't cuss, even though there's no cursing. I'm going to say this right now. I'll stand by it. LL Cool J, it's the best line he's ever delivered in all of his songs is in that in, is in is his verse in the Monstars Anthem. Even in his verse in Accidental Racist, look that one up. Doesn't matter. I'm just telling you. It, st- it starts and stops with Hang em High, the Monstars Anthem. All right, so eight mm. from Alec. And you pass yeah. the mic. Eight. Uh, gogs. Uh, it's gonna be a seven for me. It's like it'd be a six if it wasn't for that soundtrack. Uh, I did so I never watched it before, right? So I don't have the rose colored glasses. It's the How movie. Never watched Space Jam. That's I don't know, but sense. like the movie of ob- like objectively is kind of a mess. Oh, it's, it's yeah, okay. but it's like but it's so fast and the loony. <laughs> The Looney Tunes bits are pretty good. I don't really care about the plot, but I do love all the parts with like Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing and Muggsy Bogues. What's Muggsy Bogues say? He's like, at least you guys are tall. I'm just a short guy now. Like he's like, yeah. And they, they, oh, they he's living, he's living God's life. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is they respond. They're like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you are short. Yeah, yeah you sucks, man. That is exactly what he says. You are short. Yeah, and like that shit's like. There's that callback. Larry Johnson says, "Like my grandma's better at this than me now." Like it's funny. Like, uh, yeah, it's like grandmama. That was a grandma. He, is, he is his own grandma. Oh my god, I just got that. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, but yeah, it's a seven. It's now. It's not like it's a, it ain't it ain't setting it ain't setting Gogs' world on fire. But I ain't mad at it. Um. And uh, yeah, Monstars Anthem, absolute banger. I rewatched the music video, and uh, I, I think I want to report that uh, upon further viewing, if you watch that watch that music video and tell me that LL Cool J was not on set the day that they made that music video, because all the Be Real, Coolio, Method Man, and uh, Be Real, Busta. Coolio, Buster Bus, they all show up together. Like in the scenes, LL Cool J nowhere to be seen. And when when they cut to him, he's by himself. And when he's on the court, it's a different court. Dude, LL Cool J was probably busy making like one of his terrible movies. He was doing NCIS. He was very, very busy. I mean, he's still busy to to this day, but he was very busy. I'm going to say LL Cool J is a better actor than he was a rapper. I don't think think that's a controversial take at all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he rapped, like when he broke into rap, rap was like, I went to the store and bought my shoes. Yeah, like Mama Says Knock You Out is not a bad (laughs) song. Like the the rhyme scheme on it is very base, yeah, basic. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like the the art form has 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 evolved. Yeah, but that was his best verse. Monsters hit him high. Um, Seriously, look up after the show. Look up accidental racist. It's the cringiest thing you'll ever hear. I don't want to do that. 
Um, it's him and some country guy, and it's fucking horrendous. And uh, uh, that leaves TJ. Uh, it's going to be an eight for me, dog. This movie is a lot of fun. And I, like I said, I will uh, recommend TJ's recommended watching is get really high and watch this movie. And it's very funny. <laughs> I was, I, you know, everybody always says, just eat half the edible. Nope, not me. I ate the whole thing. And this movie was great. Like, they should just put it in the Blu-ray. Like, put a couple edibles in the Blu-ray. Like, just some THC gummies, and then here you go. Blast it off. And this movie is hilarious. Michael Jordan is maybe the worst actor we've ever seen on this show, but he's like... 50 Cent was. Well, like, Michael... But here's the thing that's weird, right? He's a horrible actor, but he still has charisma. Like, there is a charm to him. And I think that's probably because of the baggage that I'm bringing... Because he's Michael Jordan, but like he's, he's kind of great at being awful. Like I don't, I, I, I thought his performance was amazing. Uh, so it's an A for me, dog. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I did not have, uh, I did not have a hard time watching this, and it was over in like twenty minutes. It felt like this movie was was over before it started. Now I do have a question for for everybody before we uh, wrap up. Is there any hope? For Space Jam Two, which oh, comes it's already out. announced. Oh, you you mean like is it going to be any? No, good? It comes, it's coming out this year. It's going to be one of the HBO Max movies. It's already done filming. It's finished. Like it's, I don't see how. Like, I don't know. I don't with think, LeBron. Right. I don't think LeBron is Michael Jordan, and I, it not by. I don't. I don't think he. I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't. I've never seen him act. Maybe he's fun. Yeah, hey, he was in Trainwreck. He's all right in Trainwreck. Oh yeah, he's pretty good in that. All right, maybe. But like, I don't know, like. To ask him to carry a movie, yeah. Like Trainwreck, he was in it for like little two minute bits. Well, would you say that Michael Jordan carries this movie? No, but he's supposed to. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's supposed to carry it, but he and LeBron thinks he's better than Michael and everything, so that's why he's making this movie to try to destroy Michael's Space Jam legacy. Wow. You think Michael Jordan think he's gonna piss Michael Jordan off? He's gonna come back again. I don't know. I watched that 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 uh, documentary series. Last Jordan seems kind of like a petty dick in a lot of ways. Well, so yeah, yeah he's his, probably like, his, like in his Hall of Fame induction, he invited like the guy that beat him out for the high school team. Yeah, who yeah. now is like a part-time mall security guard or oh, something. God, he like invited him to rub in his face. Yeah, then. he seems kind of like an asshole. Like he does yeah. not seem like a good guy. I took that personally. I love that meme. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. That documentary was really good. That series, I should, I, I say, I can't. Well, I'm not. I'm never. It's too. Like, how many episodes is it? Uh, like, four, like ten five. or twelve hour long episodes. Like, I'm not watching all that. I don't know. It's one of those things where if you start, I mean, you don't watch it in one sitting. But if you watch it, like, you know, you start watching in the beginning of the week. It's over by the end of the week. Huh. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like that's some of the stuff that they they get into about like the the. Olympics team and stuff. I thought that was all really interesting. How they I, hated each other. Oh, they all hated each other. The other thing that's uh, I think I like about this movie, it's because I'm an old man, and this reminded me of the '90s so hard that it was like I could not. You know what I mean? Like it just reminded me of a very specific time in the '90s. Like yeah, everything about it screams '90s. It's very '90s. But uh, it was fun. Uh, Gogs, you have the next pick, I think. Or I, one or the other. Who wants? Who wants? I'll, I'll take it. I have one. I got one in the chamber. 
Okay. What are you? What are we watching? Uh, I, I'm picking Idiocracy. How is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that is a. President. There's a lots. There's lots of presidents in that movie. Uh, idiocracy. All right. Is it too good? Is it too good? Well, it's we too good. I take away from comedies. It's hard to. Review. All right. Fine. 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 Executive decision. That was mine. Oh, <laughs> right. that's the, hold on. Time out. Time out. That's the one. Okay, I got another one. Air Force One. Which one? That is, is my one? other one. Yeah. Okay. Executive right, so, decision is with Kurt Russell and Steven Seagal, right? Steven Seagal's barely in it, and everybody got you pissed are, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Executive decision. And mine is going to be Air Force One. Stomping in my Air Force One. Love that song. Big you got you got to play the Monstar Anthem at the end. Oh, of you it. got it. Yeah, you I, to, I haven't like, been playing songs, but I will put one in there. Yeah, you got to open with the. Don't open with the trailer this time. Yeah, Just open with the Monstar Anthem. Oh, I'm opening with the trailer. Have you heard the trailer? Have you seen the trailer for this yeah, film? I've seen the trailer for this film. It's nuts. I, don't, don't mess with the format of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so executive decision next week. Executive decision. And then the week after that, Air Force One. Oh, and not long Air after that, my birthday. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be your birthday pick after those two. You might get to double up. Yeah, I'm going to make you guys watch X Drummer. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> It would be like it would be like the, all the video screens would just be that meme of that like really defeated Wojak that's just all the lines. Like, what do you think of the movie, guys? I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> be a nice short episode. Yeah, Sean would probably like. I don't. know. You guys might like it. It's it's uh, kind of gross. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see you guys later and. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to executive decision. I mean, it's okay. Kurt, Kurt Russell. How bad can it be? Is it Kurt Russell or is it um, Michael it, Douglas? I thought it was Kurt it's Russell. Kurt, it's Kurt Russell. I mean, love Kurt Russell. Is Michael Douglas the president in an action movie? Maybe. I'm gay actor Michael Douglas. Hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. See you later. Bye. Not a bit. Bye-bye. Well, uh, remember the tiny aliens I told you about? You heard of the Dream Team? Well, we're the Mean Team. We're the Monsters. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio.
ultimate pain upon the brain untamed you won't like it when i change and you what type strange make low maniacal monster in the game and i got my eye on you dead shot aim as free throws keep coming down like rain you feeling me i'm feeling you the monster game i'm telling you pass me the rock now i'm headed to the basket get up on my way it's what you better do my tactics is unsportsmanlike conduct you better ask it don't get no better than this you catch my drift you get stripped by ball handler through by swag hammer danger you dealing with official hoop bangers with hang top like a coat hanger jump with thunderous 360 degree tight dunks what up doc the monster funk uh, lightning strikes, the court lights get dim Supreme competition is about to begin Above the rim, finessing it, moves is animated uh, Once I get the ball in, I can't be deflated yeah. A rugged part of my monsters is getting money When clicks get the bugging, I'm snatching up their bunnies uh, Every step I take shakes the ground I make you break your ankles, son, shake you down This is my planet, I'm about business The best that ever done it Can I get a witness? No uh, uh, a cumulus cloud bring darkness up above You in it for the money? myself.